Yo, 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 it's the 1409 Podcast. I go by the name of KT. It's your boy, Gualamis World. Hey, welcome to episode 126. We got special guests in here out of South Georgia, traveling DJ, also entrepreneur, you know what I'm saying? Doing big things out here. We got DJ Hitman DB in here. Yo, what's up? What's up, world? What's up with you, man? How you living? You know, all good, man. Can't complain. Just loving this South Georgia weather. Just living it up. <laughs> they living it up. Hey, I feel that. I feel that. For sure, for sure. All right. We got a little intro out of the way. After we do the intro, you already know what comes next. Hey, you ain't if you ain't got it, you ain't got it, but damn, you know, no peer pressure. We gonna yeah, take one. I ain't got, I, I got some water, man. Dang, I, I wish I would have <laughs> had my crown apple ready. I ain't got nothing over there. You take a shot of water, ain't no problem, ain't no pressure. You no pressure. <laughs> I'm on that, uh, the boy Jameson tonight. <laughs> I'm on that, uh. Turkey. I'm on that wild turkey. I think that's what it's called. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I've been on lately. But hey, we like let our guests do the toast, you know what I'm saying? And you our guests for the this episode. So whatever you want to toast to, feel free to uh, propose the toast, you know what I'm saying? We toasting to success, man. Like I always toast to success and financial stability, all that good stuff. Yes, sir. Let's get it. Show. Mm. <laughs> All right, so for so. Hey man, DB say the listeners think it's water though. They think it's water though. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, you. man. I you got, got you. that trivia question for him? Oh yeah, I about to, I about to jump right into it. Trivia question. Let me see. Let me see what I got for you today. Yeah, what's up? You a sports fan? Yeah, I'm a sports fan. What's your favorite sport? Basketball. Basketball. Okay. This is gonna be a weird ass. Will you play NBA Live or 2K? I don't even play video games. I can't even. You know what I'm playing? All right, so that that trivia ain't gonna work. Let me see. Let me see what I got. <laughs> <laughs> Who your favorite basketball team? Um, I'm a Lakers fan. I was there when Kobe was there. Rest in peace. You know, I've been there for a long time. I don't, I don't too much care for the new Lakers, but I'm still a Lakers fan. You know what I'm saying? I'm still, I'm still a Lakers fan. Oh yeah, y'all boys in the heated series right now, man. I think that's one of the best series that's on right now. Yeah, because I, I like, I like the way the Suns, I like what the Suns got to offer, man. The Suns, especially Devin Booker. If you don't like watching him play, then you just don't like basketball. Facts. Oh, your comments going crazy. What's up, Tisha? What's up, the juice? Well, I ain't got no question with the Lakers. My trivia question is where did the Grizzlies play before they played in Memphis? Where did the Grizzlies play before they played in Memphis? Uh Vancouver. Okay. Okay. For sure, for sure. You on point. You on point with that. All right. So, what are three things people may not know about you, Mr. DJ Hitman DB? Three things they may not know about me. Uh, yeah. Let's see. I'm from Germany. 
Um, I got two kids. Well, no, nah, they probably know that. Uh, let's see. I'm from Germany. Dang, I don't know, man. Yes, I, I, I can say, I guess, I got two kids, and I don't play video games. You from Germany? You uh, are you an army brat? Yeah, I'm an army brat. So I really ain't from Germany, but I I graduated high school from there. So that's what I call oh, That's where you from in the books, wherever you graduate from. That's where you from. Yeah, see that people talking about that. No, you you gotta be born there. No, you ain't gotta be born somewhere to be from there. You don't. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to be traveling. You could be on vacation and be born in, you know, I don't know, Idaho, but you're really from Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? So Thanks. <laughs> and nobody yeah. want to be Miss Potato Head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Idaho. <laughs> See, you got rappers born in the UK, but they're from Atlanta. So then, you know, yeah, that's, you know, that's where they grew up at. That's where they jumped off the porch at. That's where they're from, man. Yeah, you know, 21 Savage or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> 21, 21. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's dope. That's dope. So you're uh, military brat. I used to get into this or that later, but I got one for you now. Army or Air Force? Air Force. Air Force. <laughs> yes. Why? It's so much easier. Like I, I'm in the Air Force Reserve. Oh, there we go. That's I was getting yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I'm in Air Force Reserve, and uh, like growing up with my, my my parents, and I seen what they had to go through. Like I'm I'm an athlete by all means. You know what I'm saying? And I don't mind. I won't mind waking up every morning doing PT. But it seemed like everybody on the army base wake woke up every morning to do PT, like everybody. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And then everybody go to the field in the army, from what I seen. And I was just like, all right, that ain't it. I've never been to the field in the Air Force. I went, I deployed once, but I seen folks in the army. They'll go, they'll go to the field like three months, come back for like two weeks. And then they go deploy for a year. Well, that's crazy. <laughs> nah, man, that's the lifestyle right there. <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> Air Force. You see, teacher. Air Force. <laughs> I'm team Army, man. I'm in the Army Reserve. You know what I'm saying? I'm AGR and shit like that. So then we got we got similarities. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, we, our uniforms look the same. You know what I'm saying? Look the same. Hey, man, you know, uh, a long time ago, the, the Air Force used to be a part of the Army. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Yeah. 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 That's for all our time, though. That, that yeah, happen. that was Red Tails, around the Red Tails, you know. We really know Air Force. <laughs> it's the Army Air. <laughs> Much respect to you. Thank you for your service, you know what I'm saying? All that you Thank do. you. Thank you for your service, too. Hey, my boy, my boy Logan. You see, you see who he rocking with? Say devil simple. dog. <laughs> devil got devil dog in the building. Oh, really? All right. Yeah, yeah. That's dope, though. Now you doing your thing. F was reserved doing the DJ thing, man. Goddamn. Sure. So, uh, how how was your experience in Germany, man? I mean, being that I feel like high school age is the age where you start to experience life. You know what I'm saying? I mean. You ain't even in America at this point. So how was that for you? It was so fun. Like, people don't understand. I loved it over there. I loved it so much, I didn't want to leave. Like, my mom kind of made, name kind of, she forced me to leave. So I'm over there playing basketball. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to stay over here in Germany. I'm going to play basketball. My mom made me do some college, like, 
you know, fill out college applications and stuff. And I got accepted to some good schools. I got accepted UGA, uh, Georgia Southern, this HBCU, Fort Valley State. Um, what else? I got a, I got accepted to Albany State. I got accepted to LSU. My mom sent me to Georgia to go to school in Tipton, car A back. And I was like, I've never heard of Tipton a day in my life. And it was a small school. But the reason she told me that she wanted to send me there, she said, because if, if you go to any other school, you're not going to make it. I was like, what? Hey. I was like, how, <laughs> I ain't going to make it. I guess because she, she basically said it was a party school. Like all the other schools are party schools and they're too big. So she's like, I feel like she felt like I wasn't going to make it. But everything happened for a reason. I, I loved ABAC. I did. I enjoyed my time there. But, anyways, like I said, Germany was lovely. I, like the food, the Burger King over there, they serve hot wings at the Burger King in Germany. You can't get that shit. Yeah, that shit was crazy. And it was good. Like it wasn't like they were just, eh, no. They were good. Damn. It was it was so different. It was very different, I tell you that much. For sure, I man. I, I can um kind of uh, attest to your uh, situation. My parents told me the same thing, man. I um I wanted to go to South Carolina State, HBCU, right? I already know I was going to get accepted and everything. <laughs> My parents were like, you ain't need to fill out an application to pick a different <laughs> <pick a> school. <laughs> you ain't need to fill out to go there. <laughs> pick a different school. <laughs> it's like, dang, man. Like, I'm trying to go to state. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Better fill that thing out online, man. I, want to vote. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even fill out there. It's like, dang. <laughs> If I would have went to HBCU, I wouldn't have met the people I met today, and I wouldn't have my wife and my family that I have now. So I'm glad I went to places I went at the time I went, because I probably wouldn't be right here right now, goddamn, in this exactly. interview. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I feel the same. Like I said, everything happens for a reason. Everything. No matter what it is, it happened for a reason. That's how, that's what I believe. For sure, for sure, man. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, you get to share any little bit more like your background. I know you talked about how you was in Germany. Um, being in the military, you probably moved around, bounced around a lot. Uh, what's some of the other places you lived? I lived in Washington State, so not Washington, D.C., for the people that you know, Washington State over there, Seattle. Seattle. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I lived in Washington State. Um, I, I enjoyed Washington, like every that was different, it was a lot of. That's when I first experienced a lot of gang stuff. You know, there's a lot of gangs over there. It's not too far from California, you know what I'm saying? But, man, that basketball over there was lovely. I excelled at football over there. Um, I lived in Louisiana. I love Louisiana. Lafayette, to be exact. I lived in Fort Polk, too, but I lived in Lafayette, Louisiana, which is probably like two hours away from um, New, Orleans, yeah, New Orleans and like two hours away from Texas, kind of. And... Um, where else I lived, I can think about. I lived in Texas. I lived in Oklahoma briefly. Um, where else I lived? I guess Virginia, Alabama, and Germany again. So I moved around a lot. I did. I did move around a lot. For sure, for sure. I heard for a pop suck, man. Is that, is that true what they say? I ain't listen, I ain't been there in some years. I made what you know, I made it, I made it, I made it fun. But they don't have no mall. Only thing they had was a Walmart, a Cato, and a City Trends. And a PX. And, 
Yeah, they had, they had the P, yeah, they had the PX. They had the PX on, on base. They did have that. And I think if I, like they sold like they had Jordans and stuff on base. They did. They did sell those. But like that's it. You know, this that's man, you getting some trouble out there because it wasn't nothing to do. Literally, nothing. It's just uh uh-huh. It's like uh, the closest mall is an hour away. Like, damn. God damn. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you made the best out of that situation. It sounded like you good at making the best out of situations. So what's the most difficult thing that you had to overcome in your yeah. life? Growing up, I think it's like moving to me, like meeting people. You there for like a year, you get good with them. Then your dogs, you got a girlfriend, all of that stuff. And next thing you know, you gone. So um, moving to me was kind of difficult at first, but then I guess I just got used to it. And like maybe if social media was back, I like I mean, how it is now, like it was back then, I'd be able to keep more in contact with more people when I moved. But like after I moved, sometimes it just, all right, I remember that person, but I never see him again. I never hear from him again. You know what I'm saying? So I think moving was kind of difficult for me. All right, it was. It was difficult. Do you feel like uh I know you said you finally got used to it. So uh when you were used to the moving, did you feel like that kind of affect like some friendships and relationships or potential friendships and relationships? Cause you knew like I'm gonna be moving, so I ain't really trying to Yeah, it did. It did. I feel like it did, especially like when I moved to a non-military town, like uh Lafayette, Lafayette, Louisiana. That's they don't have no military base or nothing. So me coming in there, you know, they just like, oh, he a regular guy, whatever, not knowing that my people in the army or they're recruiters and I could be here for six months or a year. And I think I was in Lafayette for like a year and a half, two years. And then I just up and left. So it affected some friendships, I guess, if you want to say that. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, it helped me out. Like I literally, like when I came to college, I didn't know nobody. I knew one person, but a month down the road, everybody knew me. I knew everybody, you know what I'm saying? So it kind of helped me out in the long run, like be more, I could talk to people, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not the most shy, but I'm not just going to come up to you and just start a random conversation, but I can, if I wanted to, you get what I'm saying? Cause I moved so much and I've talked to so many different people, been in different cultures and very diverse and all that stuff. So I guess it helped out in the long run. Facts, man. It built your networking up. You know what I'm saying? It did. It did that. What does network equal? <laughs> network. Network. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> oh, really? All right, so now you grew up loving music and shit like that. So how, how did you end up becoming a DJ? All right, so the way I became a DJ, and uh, I tell people all, this all the time, I was popular. I guess you want to call it, or I'm just well-known. And I was well-known for playing basketball, but, like, I wanted to hang out, you know what I'm saying? Like, other than being in the gym, so I was like, hey, man, let's start having kickback. And at the time, a kickback was supposed to be, you know, at the time, a kickback was like, you know, three or four people, you know, two, I mean, four of your homeboys, some of your homegirls, y'all come, drink, play games, and that's it. But we started calling kickbacks, and the, the whole college was trying to flood it. And so I'm like, dang, man, like we having kickback, all these people here. And my cousin, like, man, you need to use that to your advantage. 
I'm gonna teach you how to DJ. My cousin knew the bare minimum, so he taught me the bare minimum at the time. All right, it was on virtual DJ. I had a laptop. I had plenty of music. I used to burn burn CDs or whatever you want to call it. But yeah, um, <laughs> good old line wire days and all that. Line wire, Morpheus. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I had all the music. You know what I'm saying? So I would just play music on virtual DJ. I just play music on um, what it was Windows Media Player back then, and just play music. You know what I'm saying? So. My cousin, use that to your advantage, become a DJ. I didn't want to DJ. I taught somebody else how to DJ, but I still knew how to DJ. But I was like, man, or my bad, not necessarily DJ, but press play. I taught somebody else how to do it because I wanted to be in the crowd. I wanted to get twerked back then when girls used to actually dance on dudes. You know what I'm saying? I want to get twerked on. I ain't st- I ain't want to be behind no DJ booth. I thought it was lame. I was like, man, that's lame. But eventually, I was like, dang, man. Like, I had a good ear for music. I'm like, man, if he play this song right now, boom, boom. So eventually, I just kind of slowly made my way, then boom, I started DJing my own events. And uh, But what's so funny, like, I'm having house parties, and the first time I somebody booked me to DJ, it was with the, I DJ with him all the time now. There's this uh, DJ called DJ Tremaine. So I go to the club. I don't have no turntables. All I have is a laptop, because I didn't, at, at the time, I didn't know. So I go to the club and you know, I was like, hey, what's up, man? I'm DB. He's like, what's up? He's like, uh, you gonna open up for me? I said, like, yeah, 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 I'm gonna open up. He's like, all right, where your turntable? I was like, turntable? Oh, I got my <laughs> laptop. He's like, so you don't have no turntable? I said, I got my laptop. He just looked at me and turned around. Oh, man, I was so ashamed. I was like, oh. And ever since then, I was like, you know what? I need to start doing my research before I do stuff, man. Ever since then, after that, I had turntables. I don't went through so many turntables. I don't have turntables. I'm ready now. So now, and I like I tell that I told that story to him. He laughed. He was like, "Man, I remember that. Man, I just didn't remember who it was. I know, it's you." He, he thought it was so funny, man. He thought it was so funny. <laughs> they say you were playing ball and DJing around the same time. Oh yeah, man. Like and like that basketball. Like I love basketball so much. I mean, I love it to this day, but COVID kind of slowed a lot of stuff down because, like, I'm one of them basketball players, like, I ain't playing outside because you got some people that will, like, try to hurt you purposely. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I fall on the wood or whatever, the rubber floor, it's like, but falling on concrete, it's a whole nother thing. That concrete don't give. You know what I'm saying? The wood, you might bounce off. That concrete, uh uh-uh. And um, at least it's for money now. It's for money. We could do it. But um, yeah, I love basketball. Like I used to travel around South Georgia, play basketball for for money. That's why that's where we really got known at. Like just going county to county, city to city, playing basketball for money. I only lost one on one. I lost one time. But yeah, um, yeah, I just travel around, play basketball for money. So you had the fans, you had the groupies, you had the girls. Then you were playing ball, city to city, DJ city to city. Oh, you made that face. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It comes with it, you know? <laughs> it comes with tough. it, but, man, like, especially at back man, to the point, like, that's when Twitter to me was real big. i get on Twitter and i would be like, everybody, we're going to the gym at 8 o'clock. We got the music. We're playing. Man, it'll be in there like Rucker Park. I was like, we had music playing. We had people on the line. I think he got a phone call. You good? You good? But 
we'll have people on the sideline and you know just it was like Rucker Park. You know what I'm saying? I, I loved it. It was it was it was man, I loved it so much. Why is it getting on? Oh man. Sound like sound like uh, some experiences right there, man, for selfish stuff. It was man, I when I tell you I live life, man, like I can look back and just smile at all the memories, like dang man, I remember that. And people still to this day, like I might see them around, something like they might stop, like DB, what's up, man? And you know, we might catch up, talk about ABAC or something like that. So, what was ABAC stand for? Abraham Baldwin Agricultural College. Abraham Baldwin Mm -hmm. Agricultural College. You know what I'm saying? For all the listeners out there, all the viewers out there. So did you get into any feuds with any of your, like your teammates or anything over like a significant other or any shit like that in your college career? Um, nah, man. The way I was brought up, man, like, nah, heck, nah, nah, nah. I ain't know. Like he talking about like fight over female type stuff. Yeah, pretty much. Or anybody oh. say you to their girl or some shit like that? Some shit. Nah, nah. I never, never. Never had a confrontation with nobody, no on the basketball team. Cause like man, I was taught like growing up, like some things you cannot control. You can, you know, try, but there's some things out there that you can't control. And especially when you're young, like if that if that girl wanna go do that, she's gonna go do that. And like ain't no need for you to get in a fist fight or altercation about what that girl did. You know what I'm saying? Uh because you fighting a man, but it ain't his fault. It really ain't really that girl's fault for entertaining it. So I never, like, I don't fell out with some girls because of that, maybe, but altercation, confrontation, nah, man. I just laugh. I'm like, man, he got her. You know what I'm saying? And I might get his, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> just keep it going. Whatever happens, happens. Uh, really? All right, so you got into DJ and somebody taught you how to DJ. He's like, nah, I ain't gonna DJ. But then you end up love DJ and you he's gonna teach it somebody else, but you end up loving the DJ and shit like that. So about about how long ago was this when, when this happened, as far as like when I when I realized that like damn man, I really could do it myself. Um it probably happened right before I went to basic training, which was like in 2014. The first time I DJed an event by myself it was in it was in 2014 like maybe like january i called it like i used to have parties called bay street and i called it the last bay street party because i was leaving i called it the last bay street party and i kind of was being petty when i called it the last bay street party because i left somebody living on bay street so they could have continued it but i was being petty but anyways i called it the last bay street party and I DJed the whole party by myself. But at that time, I still don't consider myself a DJ at that time. Like, cause I literally was just pressing play. I let the song go out. I cut it off. Yeah, man, we at the party. Press play on the next song or, you know, make hit a sound effect, press play. I didn't, I didn't scratch. I didn't blend. I didn't do none of that. I was just pressing play. So I don't like, I don't consider myself a DJ back then. I was just having parties, I guess. But I didn't, I, I want to say when I got serious on the DJing, was probably like 2016 when another DJ, um, he came up to me. He was like, man, you really got, he said, man, if you take your time, you really, you really got something going. But like when other people start noticing me, when other people want to start booking me, because I only, 
I only DJ my events, but then people start coming trying to book me. I was like, dang, maybe I should take it more seriously. And that's when I started taking more seriously, right, roughly around 2016, 2017. Because, like I said, man, I would only I would have an event once a month, and it would be my event, and I would do it in Tipton. Yeah, like I said, once a month, I wouldn't DJ nobody else. I would turn people down. Like, nah, I don't. man, I don't DJ for real. Like, you know what I'm saying? I didn't have faith in myself. I didn't have that confidence. But in 2006, when that when that other uh, DJ told me that, I'm like, you know what? Maybe I could take it more serious, and that's why I took it more serious around that time. Fact. So, uh, when did uh, at one point did you find yourself actually like falling in love with DJing? Yeah, around that time, around around. Let's see. I want to say 2016. Um, when I when I really felt it. Let me see. Let me see. It was a summer fest. Like, I mean, summer fest always been you know summer fest, but like I said. Some of the summer festivals, I don't even consider myself DJing, man. I'm just rocking the crowd, playing it, you know, along with the words or something like that. But it was one summer fest. It's like when Kodak, No Flocking, kind of just came out. And I turned the music off. Boom. Like, this before people was even doing that, man. I had turned the music off. And those people were singing that song word for word. And I was like, I was amazed. I was like, dang, look when I, like my partner was like, you know how you, you be in the club or you be with somebody, and they doing something exciting. You, it's my partner hit me. I was like, yeah. And then I started it over and cut it off again. And I went in the crowd. Like, cause um, it was like a stage, like a high stage. Like where you literally look down on people where you DJ at. I went, I got down with the crowd and I started singing with them, jumping in the crowd. Song the, the whole no flocking word for word, no music. That's when I was like, oh, I love this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that's that's when it, that's that's that I love this shit man, uh, moment right there. I love it. Yeah, that's when we first got on Kodak too, like 2016. Yeah, was it 2016? Well, that's when that's when I first like in the 2015, beginning of 2016. That's when I had first got on Kodak. Hey, bro, around that year though, we. We got on some uh monumental artists, should I should I say? They like really like going crazy in the game right now. When you think about around that time, that's when we first heard of the baby with baby Jesus. You know what I'm saying? He was baby Jesus at the time. That's when we first heard of the yeah, baby. baby. Jesus, that's when we yeah. first heard of Kodak. Like a lot of artists, bro. We was like, Man, these boys gonna blow. And they like some of the most monumental artists in the game right now. That joint was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so you mentioned Summerfest. How did Summerfest come about? What is Summerfest for, for the viewers and the listeners out there? So Summerfest is an annual party that I have every year in June. Um, the first Summerfest, and the reason we had it, because I, I went to the military. I got in some trouble, and I was like, man, I need to change my life. You know what I'm saying? I'm going down the wrong path. So <laughs> I decided to go to the military and be reserved. But anyway, I went to the military. I mean, AIT. You know, training for my job. My partner's like, hey, man, you got to have a party, a coming back party. So I'm like, dang, what we going to call it? What we going to call it? Because all my parties used to be called Bay Street Party. Like, that's it. No matter when I had it, it used to be called a Bay Street Party. So we're like, what we going to call it? It was like, I looked it up. We found something called Summer Jam. Like, I seen a, it. Was, this, my flyer, literally was a popsicle. And it had Summer Jam written on it. And, like, I did something and put, like, the date and stuff on it. That's my flyer. So the first summer fest was in 2014, and it was called Summer Jam, and it turned out to be like epic because 
I mean, this is the first time I rented it, well, second time I rented this club called Australia, packed it out. Excuse me. And the thing I remember about it so much, it was hot as hell. Like, everybody in there with their shirt off. I'm talking about, I, I remember that I had on a, a white and red Cherry 12s. My 12s was sweated out. My pants sweated out. Like, I just remember that, like, that moment. I don't remember no songs that I played. None of that. I don't remember none of that, but I just remember that was the first time it was called Summer Jam at first. But then that previous year, I found out like Atlanta had something or somewhere near us had something called Summer Jam. And I was like, man, nah, man, we can't call it Summer Jam, especially like my best friend. He was like, yeah, you can't call it Summer Jam. He was like, call it like a festival or something. I was like, you know what? We'll just call it Summer Fest. And so 2015 actually started the real name, which was summer fest okay yeah summer jam they got hot 97 in new york they have summer jam like every summer yeah, too, so yeah that, i knew that, it was somewhere but yeah. i didn't just didn't know where it was there i knew because i heard summer jam before it's probably other summer jam too but yours probably was the latest you know what i'm saying but some yeah. <laughs> you changed it in good faith you know out of respect for whatever others was doing so then that that you gotta respect that too but yeah, Summerfest. It sounds like it's lit. So you didn't you haven't missed a year? I haven't missed a year. Last year was the first time I was like, man, like I was scared because I was like, man, like I ain't got like because I used to have birthday parties. I was like, I don't have to have a birthday party, but I gotta have Summerfest. I'm like I, I can't I can't miss Summerfest. So at first, like I was so scared. I was like, well, we just do it outside. And then I talked to the club owner, he was like, Man, let's just do it. And I was like, all right, let's just do it. And we did it. And even during the pandemic, like, oh, man, it was so crowded. It was so thick. It was crazy. It was crazy. That's not the craziest summer fest I had, but it was crazy, though, during the you know pandemic. Still have it. And, like, nothing bad happened. Like, anyone, like, we had it, and then a million COVID cases popped up. Like, none of that happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just, you know, like it happened. Everybody the next day, everybody fine. Next week, everybody fine. Nobody caught the COVID that I know of. Uh, none of that. It was just a grand time. Everybody enjoyed themselves. Hey, man, uh, something similar happened here, man. Uh, in South Carolina, it's a big thing in the in the low country area. A lot of people know about it. It's called Cooler Fest, which which is crazy. Yours is called Summer Fest. It's called Cooler yeah. Fest, and uh. So you know, COVID came around and like cooler. It was time for Cooler Fest, and you know, people were like, man, what what going on with Cooler Fest? Like, we gotta do what yeah. go to with Cooler Fest. So, uh, no, they was like, shit, we still having. You know what I'm saying? Like, pull up. Was it a, like was it an outdoor event? Yeah, Cooler Fest is an outdoor event, man. You okay. listen, Cooler Fest is uh, they call it Cooler Fest because you pull up. It's almost like BYOB. But you okay, like you yeah. bring your own cooler, BYOC. You know what I'm saying? You bring your own cooler. You feel me? Like and you just like you out there. They got a stage. They got a DJ. You just outside like a festival type feel. You know what I'm saying? You got DJs yeah. that come through playing music. Like you know what I'm saying? You whip your car in there with your cooler. You got you know what I'm saying? You got your friends. You know other people that's out there, and you just having like a good time. So that you know what I'm like saying? Like too. bro, cooler fest beef. <laughs> So you can when put your car up in there? Yeah, it's usually yeah. they have it like at a 
some they try to usually have it like at some kind of like fairground or like a drag whatnot, you know what I'm saying? But they have a stage, like when you pull in, man, you be like outside, bro. It's it's lit. When is like, it? cool? You said what? When is when it? is it? Yeah. They usually do it right around like uh I think like August or September. Like it still be hot, but it be starting to cool down a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Like it's still good enough weather to be outside and like enjoying the but yo, it's something crazy to see. But yeah, it it was like that one was around COVID and it was so many people out there. Like nobody was wearing masks and, and, and that was the talk of like, you know, COVID around here. Them people still out there talking about a damn cooler fest. <laughs> but shit, I mean, like ain't no cases. Nobody had COVID that I know of. You know what I'm saying? It was yeah. a good time. Yeah, man. That sounds like a good good move too. Like if I find out about it like that date, like that's that's a networking opportunity too. But at the same time, I, like I enjoy having a good time, and I enjoy going out of town and having a good time. Like somewhere I ain't never been or somewhere like that, I enjoy. I enjoy that. Thanks, man. I mean, I know you. I know you in Georgia, and you you in that uh you in the southeast region, but South Carolina, real low country, bro. I don't know. I mean, I, you know, you don't been around the world. You don't had your shell travel, but South Carolina is real low country. I'm gonna just say it like that. I've, I've been. <laughs> My my grandma, my grandma on my dad's side, like they from the country, like pit peas, like country. So I'm pretty sure I, you know, it might be, it should be all right. I'm pretty sure I've been somewhere okay. like it before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just mentioned networking. Uh, um, how important is that to you? Networking. What what is networking brought it, it to is, you? It is very important. Like and like networking also keeping your face clean. Like a lot of people don't like do bad business. So to me, that's like you're dirty your face up. You know what I'm saying? So like I, if a hundred percent is going to do good business. And like, if it's, if it's in my control, like I'm going to try to control it. If something happened on my end, like I will let you know, like say if I wasn't able to do this interview at that time, guess what I'm gonna do? Hey man, I'm, I'm gonna hit you up until you respond. Hey, I can't do the interview. Can we please reschedule it? Like, let me know what works with you. Like, so good bit, like networking and, good, and keeping your face clean. That's part of networking too. But like, like me, we doing this interview. To me, this is networking. Uh, when I go to other people events and I like, cause most of the time I'm booked on a weekend, but if I'm able to go to another person event, you know what I'm saying? I go tap in, Hey man, what's up? Hey, I'm DJ Hitman DB. I just pulled up to show you love. I like what you're doing. Keep going, you know, and people like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, because a lot of DJs will not go to other DJs' events or not even that, that they won't go up there to other DJs like, hey, man, I'm such and such. And like, there's nothing wrong with introducing yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, DJs get, you know, aggravated by people because, you know, you got them drunk folks on, hey, man, play that Gucci Man song again or whatever. <laughs> you, know what I'm saying? You, you got those people. So, but like me, some people say I'm, I'm, Somebody told me I was so friendly, but I'm not. It's not the fact that I'm friendly. It's just that I keep my face clean and like I don't walk around here with a fuck the world attitude and all that other stuff because like I'm a public figure. You know what I'm saying? And like I travel in DJ, so when people see me and they're like, "Hey man," whether I know them or not, you know what I'm saying? I know when I don't know them. They're like, "Hey, hit man, hit man," you know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, because you know people know I don't, I don't, ain't nothing wrong with calling me hit man, but I prefer you just call me DBN. I'm not no celebrity or nothing like that, but like 
that's part of networking too. You know, speaking to people in public. You know, don't act all boozy. Um, but networking got got me a lot of opportunities. Got me a DJ for a lot of folks. Um, got me traveling. Uh, like networking, like dealing with Bianca. Like that's part of networking. You know, we met through mutual friends. That's net to me. That's networking. Um, I know people in Kentucky now. I'm saying I know people in Texas. I know people in Charlotte. And that's all networking, and, and, it's, and it makes it so easier easier uh, with social media. You know, you can network through social media and just tap in with them. I'm not saying you got to go through and like every post, but, you know, especially on the stories, like when they're doing something like, hey, bro, keep up the work. You know what I'm saying? Just saying something like that. People like that. You know, I like it. I don't care if somebody like, I'm, you know, I'm DJing on 107.9 to beat. They're like, hey, man, I checked out your mix. Keep up the work. Man, that put a smile on my face. I'm like, damn, yeah, man. All right, bet. I'm going to keep it up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But that, that networking, networking really opened doors that I don't know. Sometimes money can't open. You know what I'm saying? It does. Yeah, yeah. So show you know, for sure. Shout out to Bianca. You know what I'm saying? The PR thing. You know what I'm saying? I know she uh she definitely know what she's doing with the PR shit for real, for real. Cause she Thanks. she made this happen right here. I know she made a lot of other things happen. So mm-hmm. I'm pouring this good PR to you. At first, I didn't know nothing about it. Like, at first, I was like, PR, what is what is PR? Like, what does that stand for? Puerto Rico? You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know what PR stands <laughs> for. But then, like, once I once like I start, you know, communicating more with her and, like, understanding it, then I'm like, okay, yeah, now I understand what it means. And I believe it's helpful for all, excuse me, entertainment. Like, whether you're an artist or actor, a DJ, or a basketball player or you know some type if you're in a if you're in the social media or the entertainment you know spotlight and prs can help with you know do things that you don't necessarily look for you know what I'm saying or they'll help you out with things that you don't necessarily like for instance i had a website you know and i just typed it up it was just something boom like bianca might go look like hey man Look, I think you should word it like this because this is how people are doing it nowadays. You word it like this, boom, 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 and you go back and fix it. Now it's worded more to the, you know, broader uh, community than just South Georgia or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So that PR really come in, it come in handy. It does. Because to be honest, before Bianca, I ain't have no interviews. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> you know, I was content with it. You know what I'm saying? I was like, man, boy, I throw summer fest, I make it. Thousands of dollars, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, you know, but like she really opened my eyes to see other things. Like it's more to that. And then you want to expand. You got to do this. You got to do that. So, at PR, yeah, especially you once you're getting good, good with them, they they help you out a lot. For sure, man. Yeah, yeah. I just saw you had an interview like a couple of days ago with Hip Hop Streets. That was pretty dope, right there, for real. Like the next thing you know, got another one. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we we connected with Bianca through another PR deluxe consults and out of Alabama. So we definitely appreciate bringing that connection. So then we look forward to working with y'all and working with her. You know what I'm saying? So, Networking. Yeah, yeah. Hey man, had a part of your connection with South Coast as well. South Coast Music Group. Say that again. I said, is that uh how you got connected with South Coast Music Group as well through Bianca? Oh yeah. Through Bianca, through Bianca, you know, and just 
networked with them too, talking to uh Johnny. You know, so I really ain't talked. I DJ for the baby, but that's before. You know what I'm saying? That was before all that happened, before I met Bianca like that on that type of level. But like networking with Tootsie DJ, like I met him personally. We talked, chopped it up and stuff. So and like like I got his number, he got mine. We was supposed to be working on a project, but well, we both got busy. We both got busy and you know, kind of put that on the back burner. We'll probably come back around and do it. Spin a block and do it, you know what I'm saying? But hey. yeah. Shout out to Johnny, man. Uh, we look forward sure. to happening with him, too. You know what I'm saying? I know they got that tour coming up, too, so you really about to be booming. Crazy. Yeah, he about to be booming. Hell, but he about to be city to city, state to state. City to that's, city. That's, that's, city. A, that's a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah. So you say city to city, titty to titty? <laughs> <laughs> I, heard, I heard him say that. That's what they say. That ain't what I'm saying. That's just what they say. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got you, bro. Uh, how, how'd you get tapped in with uh, a Flexico? So I've been knowing Flexico like for a while. Like back when I was really hooping like that, he came to Tipton one time. Man, they, they brought a squad. Like I feel like they brought the best players out of their city, which was Vat Austin. I feel like they brought the best players out of Vat Austin to play against us. And we played outside. Like I said, I, but we played for some money. Well, I side bet it. I don't know if they played money, but I side bet it. I side bet it on me, and I side bet it on the team. I lost the team bet because we lost against them. But I won my bet. What I was so that's do. that one loss you got right there. No, no, no. I lost once in one on one. Now five on five, yeah, you know that comes. But one on one, only lost once. But but uh, I met him then, and then. When I moved to Vat also, like we'll see each other and like we were like, you know how you see somebody like, damn man, where I know breath from. And then I went to him, I said, Hey man, you remember hooping and tipping against us? And hey, hey back. And then you know, we kind of chopped it up. And then later on, like I heard some of his music and like I'm DJing, like this is when I was I you guess I guess you can call me a house DJ because I was there all the time. I was more like a house DJ at this place called Bliss. I would hear his music, he'll tell me to spin a little bit. And I was spinning because he had a song. It's called Streets Chose Us. Excuse me. Well, everybody in the city love that song. Like, you drop that song, they would go crazy. You know what I'm saying? So I'm dropping the song. And then uh, Bianca came in and she kind of like, they put us, Bianca and a uh, guy named Byron, they kind of put us together and like, man, you, you should DJ for Flex and Flex, he should be your DJ. And we put us together and we just connected like that. But like I said, we already kind of knew of each other. But we connected like that. We did a few shows and stuff together. Uh, cleaned his music and stuff. Flexcore, good guy. I, I fuck with Flex. He's good. Good, genuine person, too. Yeah, his music on point, too. Like, for sure, for sure. Man. You, ain't, yeah. you ain't bullshitting about that. For sure. Yeah, yeah. So, so, man, I mean, speaking in that area, man, because I'm an artist, and I know, like, how detrimental the the relationship gotta be man so you know what i'm saying uh as a dj artists always want to be you know what i'm saying put on get spinned in the club or you know what i'm saying on the radio like what is some of the like major things you need from them and like what exactly are you looking for um good quality music like by all means because some artists man like every artist it, hold on, let me say this. Everybody wants to be a rapper now. Like, 
like it's so easy for you to put music out so i feel like everybody want to be a rapper you know what i'm saying and everybody can't be a rapper everybody don't put good quality music out and like a lot of people come to me in the middle of the club like i'm it's it's lit as fuck never met this person never seen them hey bro you'll drop my song and i'm like damn like like you knew you was coming to the club why you didn't hit me up on social media because if you hit me up on social media if you take the time to hit me up and then i respond back and like hey yeah send it to my email because to me that's my test like if you send me a link i don't want to nope that's not what i want i want you if you send me your song like mp3 to my email i'm going to take the time to listen to it because you took the time to actually send that mp3 to my email and then i'm like gonna listen a, to like a press kit like yeah some people some people do say press kit like i've had yeah. people, like the full breakdown this is my single boom boom you could probably get all that i was like dang let me check this single out like it make you more make them yeah it make you want to check it out but uh like i said the quality of it um of course i listen to something that's kind of catchy and then like even with radio play radio play don't necessarily have to be catchy but if i like you hit me up like you are artist you say so you are artist you hit me up hey man what i do doing radio i'm like just just send me a song because that's what i'm gonna say like you know what i'm saying just send it to me and if i like if i hear the song because i do i don't know why i just do a radio well, i mean a car check where i just do the car vibing to it i sing back yeah man i'm rocking with it man like all right so what i gotta do you know and then we could talk about a payment or how are we gonna do arrangement but i like to give people the best opportunity like like when i was when during COVID, i put so many people's songs on the radio but i didn't charge them much because like you just get on the radio and radio play is good but people want that club play they want to see how people react to it and stuff like that but now that COVID's not not over we're well, not over with but i'm in the clubs you know i give them the full thing like man i'm gonna be in this club this club this club so i'm gonna play your song at least well i can play a little two or three times at night and i'll be in the club every friday and saturday and then it'll be on the radio every every uh sunday but they have to send it clean and a lot of people don't send it clean a lot of people just Thanks. send a song and they just expect you to clean it and i'm not saying it's hard to clean it but if you don't know the song and they don't send the instrumental it's hard to clean the song you like damn man you want me to clean this now i gotta charge you a hundred dollars or something just to clean this song you know what i'm saying but now thanks yeah that like now if you send like i've done i clean songs like for an artist out of london i forgot his name man his, his music good too i clean like three songs and i only charge like 30 i think i charge 35 dollars to clean the song but you send that song and you send an instrumental man i get that shit back to you like I'd say a day, but it'd probably be faster than a day, especially I ain't got nothing to do. But man, I keep very, I keep very enough. I'm not answering your question, but boom. <laughs> nah, you good. Nah, all, all this is good, man. I, I'm, I asked that question because personally, man, I, uh, I've, I've been lucky. I've, I've met a couple of DJs, you know what I'm saying? Like for me, before I even try to get anything out of any situation, I want to learn from it before I, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So like, I met a couple of DJs and just like things they was telling me about, like, uh, far as, um, I think one thing about me too, I do my own engineering. So like, like, you know what I'm saying? He like, yo, so you do your own engineering when you mix your songs down, mix a clean version. Cause you're going to need a clean version. So that's one thing that I, you know, started working on, like songs that I feel like that's going to be 
you know what I'm saying, popular among my fan base. I mix a clean version already and have it on hand. Um, for the other songs, I always had a file so I can just go back and mix it. I mix a clean version yeah. easy. Um, another DJ told me about the press kit, you know what I'm saying? Like it was something that I heard about, but I didn't really do much research in. But he was like, I'm gonna give you the breakdown of a press kit. I'm gonna even like show you like some press kits of artists that you know what I'm saying sending me mm -hmm. so you can see what's going on. So that's how I know, like. I know for one, like working with DJs, I learned the terminology that DJ is looking for and exactly what they're looking for. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And just with learning that, you know what I'm saying? I was fortunate enough to have one of my songs on a couple of radio stations. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like for me, that's major because I ain't nobody from my city doing it like that. You know what I'm saying? On radio stations oh, yeah. and just out there. So for like, like for me, it was major. You know what I'm saying? But I was a student first before I tried to like pursue the next level. I try to soak in a lot of games. So yeah. what you're saying is definitely, man, you, you ain't veering off. You dropping gems, man, for real. Okay. But yeah, like, like you said, that press kit, like, man, the first time, like most people and like for, for, for me, Southern and South Georgia, Facebook is, is like over Instagram. I mean, to me, it is like with promotion and everything. Cause everybody has a Facebook in South Georgia. That's why I met. Of course, I've been promoting on Instagram and Snapchat and stuff, but everybody in South Georgia has a Facebook. Everybody, like so, like most on there. And but what they'll do, like they'll send you a link. I'm like man, like man, bro, I just send an MP3 to my. You know, saying like I want you to send me an MP3. I like say you got a DJ for, and they're gonna open up. Uh, for like they got, I got a DJ for them. And they want to perform or whatever. They perform. They send a link, and I'm like man. Listen, man, I got a DJ, so I have to down. Now I have to break it down. I have to download the file, put it on my computer, so I can spin it in. You know what I'm saying? Because if not, I'm just plugging your phone up. You're not gonna get no, like, oh, we run that back. Well, all right. you know, you ain't gonna get no. You're not gonna get all that. You're not gonna get the sound. Well, yes, you can get sound effects, but you're not gonna get the full, the full effect when you just play it off your phone. But I like, and like, I like getting songs from different artists, like artists I've never heard of. I like that because that opened up and that's another form of networking too. Cause like I get a I get a song from somebody like matter of fact, this guy, his name Too Rare. Uh Bianca put him on or they met each other. I don't know what they anyway, she publishes for Too Rare now. So never heard of him. Never heard of him. Out of Philadelphia. You know what I'm saying? Like never yeah, I don't even listen to people from Philadelphia because I'm in South Georgia, so you know, like, if you want to call it bias, to call it bias, but I listen to ain't nothing southern like that music. southeast. Ain't nothing like the yeah. southeast. <laughs> you know I, listen, I listen to southern music. You feel me? But like I heard that, and like, and I heard some music, and it was sent to me, and I was like, "Whoa, who the hell? Where's this guy from?" You know, so I'm listening. To, Damn, this is straight. Doing the car test. My brother, I got a little brother. He stayed with me, so he was. He like, man, this it, it's tough. Come to find out, he from way up there in Philadelphia. I ain't never been up there, but. You know what I'm saying? Like people send you the music and so you check it out. When people actually send the MP3, that makes me want to check it out even more because oh, they took time to send the MP3 to me. And I feel like I think I think that's what artists should do. And that press kit, like when you like you said, the press kit, man, that press kit is so like you get to read the stuff like dang, where you from? You know, you tell it where you're from, social media handles, Thanks. all that stuff. You know, I I don't mind reading that stuff because a lot of times. I don't be doing that, man. I just be scrolling, looking, going through YouTube, looking for the hottest song, going through TikTok. I got an email from this artist. Read it, listen to it. Okay. And you got the clean version with it. 
It just make it so much easier. Thanks. I mean, uh, just just from my man, from my perspective of it, and what I've been learning, like talking to DJs, networking, like just learning from. I wouldn't really say networking because I just ask them questions. You know what I'm saying? Just to learn from from my, you know what I'm saying. And good business is always gonna prevail. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like what they're looking for when when you consider business. You know what I'm saying? Between the artist and the DJ, things they're looking for. And how to do it, I mean, that alone to set you apart. Cause like you said, man, uh the you say rappers, I, I don't consider myself a rapper, I'm an artist, but you know yeah. what I'm saying? People that's in the music field is it, they everybody feel like it's saturated, like everybody trying to do it, like you say, they feel like it's saturated. So just doing the small things and the little things that that will set you apart. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like if if it's you know what I'm saying. If a hundred a hundred artists come to uh DB right now, you know what I'm saying? Like the few that are gonna stick out are the are the stuff that he's looking for, like press kits and just like yes. having your business right is what's really gonna stick out. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody could have a from the from the people's opinion a harder song than you, but yeah. because your business right, you know what I'm saying? You might get spin in the club because you might get radio time because your business is right. Presentation. I was talking this is wild young too presentation means a lot like you know what I'm saying like and i learned that growing up and like that's why I like a lot of time people growing up they were like damn boy you always dress up or put on clothes i guess that's what they call it i'm like yeah man you can't leave the house looking any kind of way and that's the same thing with like with djing you know what i'm saying like like man no matter what man if it's five people in there my presentation they gonna like them five people gonna leave them like that motherfucker that's a dj boy we had a good time and that's the same thing with presenting yourself as an artist. Like you want to present yourself, like any artist, any with anything, basketball player, artist, whatever, you want to present yourself the proper way so people can remember you. You know what I'm saying? That's some presentation in a lot. Okay, so how can big artists, facts, big facts. How can artists uh, reach out to you and get that information to you? DJ Hitman DB on Instagram, you know, follow me or whatever, but my email is DJ Hitman. Look, somebody put it up there already. <laughs> DJ Hitman. Oh, that was your, DJ Hitman DB at gmail.com. That's that's where everybody tap in. Like tap in. Like I I check my I don't like notifications. Do not like no. So I'm going to check my email. Like I don't like that when I, you you know how some people have messages. They be like four hundred. Like damn, I can't stand that. I can't stand to see that red. So I click on it, you know what I'm saying? Like, get it out. Well, but yes, yeah, so I check my email, check it every day. I check it when it ding, I'm going to check it. I'm pretty sure I'm going to check it. So a lot yeah, of people reach say? out right there. Look, look at my phone. I don't know if y'all can see this. That all the notifications. You see that shit? My message is at my message is at like 412. I'm not checking them shits, man. Yeah. I opened the text message, but the emails that shit say seventy five thousand on one shit right now. But I, open, I mean, like I said, man, I I I have a lot of stuff that I do, you know, deal with. So sometimes it come in email. Sometimes it might, like my my heart was grind. Like you know, what I'm saying they'll email me like, all right, this is what it looked like. And I mean, once I didn't even check it, they don't print it. The shirts out. I forgot to check it. I go get the shirt. The, that's not what I want. <laughs> we sent you, we sent you an email, and I'm like, God dang it! So you know what I'm saying? Like I really, I check my email. 
Yeah, let's like, talk about hard grind. Shit, that's that's another thing. Hard grind. That's uh, that's my clothing line. Um, about that. So I used to like I used to wear shirts, and it was this heart. It was a heart carrying another heart, and that's it. It didn't have heartless grind. And I used to wear that. Like, I just got it printed, and everybody was like, "Man, that shit hard." You know what I'm saying? Like, well, you got this shirt? Like, I, I made it. I mean, I got it made. Like, man, you need to drop a clothing line. Like, people would tell me every time I wear wear them shirts. And then um, I was like, you know what, man? Let me drop a clothing line. But I also I had a partner of mine that wanted to drop a clothing line, and I was thinking to myself, I was like, you know what? This gonna push him because I, I like to, I want people around me. Like you around me, you no, know, I don't give a damn. All you do is cut grass. You know what I'm saying? We gonna eat. I'm gonna put you on. Come cut my grass. You can cut the grass. Line. But anyways, so I wanted to help him out too, along with helping myself out. I was like, hey man, let's combine something. And so we came together, and I forgot the first name. I didn't like the first name. It was horrible to me. And then we came together with something, and then, uh, we came in, came in, Heartless Grind. Came out. The first logo wasn't like this. We went back to the drum board, did another logo, came out with this. I was like, that's it. Boom. And then we started. I think we started last year, maybe around August. So we ain't been out that long. You know what I'm saying? You know, dibbling, dabbling with a little stuff and like that, but yeah, heartless grind, man. It it means a lot. Like basically, uh, with heartless grind, um, just sum it all up. It just basically, uh, sometimes you got to take sacrifices. You put in sacrifices to grind, you know, to get where you want and to something that you love. So, and sometimes you got to be heartless about it. You know, like man, look, man, I'm, I put my effort, I put my work into this, so this is what I want to do and. We just came up with Heartless Grind. That's about it. I guess about Heartless Grind, yeah. <laughs> oh, my bad. I got an Instagram. Heartless Grind is the Instagram. And the website is heartlessgrind.com for like ordering clothes and stuff like that. We got some new new shirts coming out. Uh, we got some shorts on the way. We got some women clothing coming. We got some hats, like trucker hats. We got a lot of stuff coming. We just... I put some stuff on the back burner because I was so focused on Summerfest. I was like, I got to make this Summerfest pop. <laughs> hey, man, I'm going to have to tap in because I like my uh, pop hats and my trucker hats. Yeah. I'll yeah, swag them out, as they would say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The show for show. Yeah, I definitely wanted to hear about Heartless Grind because I know you got the merch on. It's only right you have your own merch on, on the show. I got to. Every, every yeah. interview, I'm going to put a Heartless Grind something on. <laughs> yeah, I'll rock with that. I'm 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 a cop a t shirt. I went on the website early. I'm a cop one, so then you can expect some mail coming to Texas soon. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. For sure for sure. All right, so down. What can we expect from you in the near future? You know, you got another summer fest coming up, right? Yeah, summer fest June 26th. Um, we got slime like Charlie performing. It's some of the people like, who is that? He's saying, don't worry about the car I drove. Don't worry about the car I drive. That song. Um, Slime Like Shardy coming. We got Backdoor Trey. He's a, um, an artist out of Tiffin, Georgia. And then we got Big Homie FTD. He performing too. And he's an artist out of that also Georgia. You know what I'm saying? So normally I don't have mainstream artists uh, coming down. Because uh, Summerfest, like when it first popped off, it was no artists. And I try to, what I, I like to give people opportunities to reach out and you know perform in front of people they never had the chance to perform in front of so 
like normally Summerfest is more of a, a independent or indie artist type thing. And people are like local artists. I don't call them local artists. They're not local. They just, you know, not as big as everybody else. So independent artists, I get them opportunity to perform. And uh, yeah, 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 potentially. Oh, really? Nice. For sure, for sure. What do you see yourself in five years? Like five years, man. Six. Five years. Where do I see myself? Hopefully, man, like my goal at one point in time, I mean it's kind of still is my goal, but I just know it comes with a lot of a lot of work and I don't mind. I want to own my own venue. Like I want to own my own club. And I want to run that, you know what I'm saying? And like, cause I know you can't, you could DJ for a long time. You can't, you know what I'm saying? You can, but I just want to be something bigger than DJing. I want to be a, I want to be on a tour with an artist DJing, you know, get paid for that. It's stuff like that. I just, I don't know. I just want to be bigger and better. Like do some DJ Khaled stuff or DJ Luke Nasty, DJ Mustard, you know, people like that, you're like on that platform. And uh I wanna hey, something like that. The, the the key is to leverage the leverage your platform. I'm I'm just saying this. So if you got this big platform, you a DJ, you getting so many artists, right? The same artist, like how you were saying, you you heard of my man from Philly. You you heard his song, it was like, dang, I'm gonna spin this in the club. Yeah, be like, all right, check this out, bro. I'm about to put out a mixtape. Because people buy, listen, I'm going to tell you, people buy into people more than they buy into ideas. So I'm about to I'm about to drop this mixtape that I'm hosting. So all you going to do, and it's like promotion. Like you got, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Just let's just use this as yeah. a number. You got 500,000 followers, right? I'm about, yeah. to, I'm about to drop this mixtape. I want your song on there. You know what I'm saying? You go through the legal stuff and you do what you do. But hey, when I get your song, I might talk over it just depending on the flow of my mix. You know what I'm saying? I'm hosting this yeah. mixtape, but I'm, I want to add you to it. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, you do that, and now let's say you got five, you got 500,000 followers, and let's just say uh, 10% of the people going to really rock with you and buy what you're going to, you know what I'm saying, what you're offering. So now yeah. you got a mixtape that you're selling for ten dollars i'm just using i'm just throwing numbers out there but yeah. fifty thousand people gonna buy it so you do the math you know oh, what i'm boy. saying yeah you yeah. can move like that too man like you really like bro like when when it comes to this music business i, I stopped i went back to school i went i went back to school and people was like well, what you gonna go to school for because they know me from this like smart dude and just like a genius like people around here call me a genius i'm like i'm not a fucking genius <laughs> I just take my time to like, like learn shit and research yeah. shit. So like, but I went back to school for my passion. It's like music. So I'm in the school for like music business, music production and everything like that. And just like stuff I'm learning, bro. Like, and then when I hear like artists that we call broke the code, mm -hmm. I'm learning and hearing stuff. And it's like, okay, so this is how you really, quote unquote break the code because like everybody everybody looking for the blueprint you know what i'm saying everybody yeah. want to be like you know what i'm saying if a millionaire right now speaks and he he's a well-known millionaire and he he puts out a book that says how to make a million dollars just off the title 
it, yeah. it, it you, you ain't even read the book yet, but just out the title, millions of people gonna buy it. Like yep. you know, what I'm, just You're say right. like Jay Z. If Jay Z drop a book right now, and say how to be a billionaire. Millions of people gonna buy it. And they're like, yeah, I know Jay Z done touch a bill. You know, what I'm saying they're gonna buy that book, but they ain't even read the first page. They just read the title or heard the yeah. title of the book. And then the whole book could be talking about his whole life or like how he had to come up from where he came up from and all of this and that. And they're gonna be like, you know, what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Some yeah. people gonna ten percent of those people that bought the book probably gonna read it through and understand the concept and the mindset and get something from it. But like the people that's looking for the fast money. They gonna they, I ain't yeah. learn from I ain't learn, you know what I'm saying? But it, it's just like it. you know what I'm saying. Like I, I learned an important like principle when it comes to business, man. Um, somebody told me it's something that's called an 80-20 rule. You feel me? Like 20% of your profit. I'm saying it backwards. I mean, let me say this: 80% of your profit gonna come from 20% of your customers, and the 20% is your loyal loyal customers. So that's the, that's the 80 80 20 rule. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I ain't never heard it. Yeah. You never heard you ain't never heard of the 8020 rule? Never. KT, you you getting that NBA. You never heard of the 8020 rule? I heard of uh say 20% of your check and you know what I'm saying, keep it pushing, you know what I'm saying? That's the 8020 rule. That's the same thing, man. The 8020 rule covers so much. Like I was just I heard of the 8020 rule. You know what I'm saying? But I heard them like put it in every aspect of life like the 80 20 rule is really golden you know what i'm saying you go use that in any any facts of life so just thinking about your your platform right now however many followers you feel like you got whatever number you showing 20 mm-hmm. percent of that is really rocking with you you see what i'm saying so like 20 sure percent of that, that i ain't even gonna say rocking with you 20 percent of that really bought into you so whatever you if you, you know what I'm saying? That's why Heartless Grind been been able to sell what it's been selling because 20% has already bought into you. It didn't matter what you, you know what I'm saying? You could have dropped You're the right, shirt man. with two donkeys on it, bro. They they wouldn't have cared. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, <laughs> using that as an support. example, but like, so yeah, 20% already had bought into you. Yeah. So that's how 80% of the profit, like 80% of the profit of Heartless Grind really probably came from 20% of your, your following. You see what I'm saying? So this is just right. another idea. That, hey man, I'm I'm giving too much gems, but I mean it's all good content. But like you know, you feel what I'm saying? But like, hey, mm-hmm. that's a, that's a thing now. Like, look, let me host this, and and what you can do is you leverage you leverage your platform though. You see what I'm yeah. saying? If you got these, I'm just you, I'm just throwing a number out there. You got five hundred thousand followers. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? When you tell this artist this. First thing an artist gonna do is do a research. Let me see what is see what is You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They see this gonna be like, okay. I can. They they ain't even they don't have the eighty twenty rule in their mind. They just see, oh man, he got access to five hundred thousand people. Like, shit. I need I need to be on it. I need to be on this damn. I need to be on this mixtape. I need to be on this album. I need to do what I need to do. So then you get your business right with them. And then you know yeah. what I'm saying? You come you come up off that too. Like I ain't gonna say come up off that. You put you you giving people an opportunity to be in position, but you putting yourself in position too, though. Yeah, I like that. You gotta use your leverage. Yeah, you, yeah. you got right. hey man. That I feel like we, we talk about networking. I feel like 
that is the key point of networking right there. Because, mm-hmm. like, a lot of people feel like networking is what can I give you? What can you give me? No, networking is really mastering the, the you know what I'm saying, mastering how to use your leverage. Like, whatever leverage you got, it's mastering how to use that. Whether, it, whether your leverage at the point being you teaching somebody something, Mm-hmm. Or rather, your leverage being you at that moment gaining something from somebody. It's just like how you master your leverage, bro. Like you got leverage, as as we would say, you got to live. <laughs> you got to live. <laughs> you got to live. So you just gotta, you know what I'm saying? Hey man, we could definitely. I want to. I want to link up with you, bro, on some on some other after the show, man. I ain't need me as an artist. I ain't like like I say. I absorb from people. I, I you know what I'm saying. But I like to give out too. I ain't even yeah. trying to get. I ain't trying to get on the radio stations. I just want, I just want to talk to you, man to man. No, we can. You feel me? <laughs> we can for sure. We can. Yeah. Already. It, it's uh. It's some questions I forgot to ask. Y'all can hear me. I see. I see my uh signal like. Yeah. 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 We hear you. All right. Uh, if you could open up for any artist, who would that be? Man. Any artist, little baby, like, whew, little baby, like dead ass. I mean, I don't know. Like, I seen him perform. Like, I seen, I seen the growth. Like, that's that's what's so crazy. Like, I seen the growth. Like, the first song I ever heard him on was a um, Young Thug. Him and Young Thug had a song. It was called Rider, right? And I listened to it, and I was like, okay, Young Thug, snap. But who is this guy? I'm like, man, I don't know who this guy is. And then the next song I heard was Option. And I was like, dang. And then I heard him on a song with him and Marlo. Rest in peace, Marlo. I'm like, man, this guy, I don't know who he is, but he finna come hard. He had a performance in Val Austin. Not that many people showed up. People showed up, but it wasn't that many people. A year, probably a year later, Lil Baby is up here. I go to a show in um, Tallahassee. Man, his performance is great like him and the baby but the baby probably got more energy but i like little baby man like little baby performance was like like you know how you got some artists nowadays man they just saying that they might sit on the couch the whole time they'll perform little baby gonna walk around gonna get into it all this other stuff and yeah so if i can open up and like dj for somebody it'll be little baby and then the second person Rod wave gotta be Broadway. <laughs> so much pain deep inside. <laughs> Got that. <laughs> raw wave, boy. You can't. I, I if you don't like raw wave, you can't even get in the car with me. Hey, oh, you might well. You might. You might well call it Uber because we've been listening at least one raw wave song, bare minimum. Uh, green light. <laughs> green light. That's my favorite raw wave song forever. Yeah, that's that's one of my favorites too. That shit like one minute and forty seconds, but that shit hard. For real. This song becoming a little long, a little longer now, though. But yeah, Raw Way would make us a, a song. Yeah, be a minute for less than two minutes, but boy, you be like, oh man, fast and stuff in there. Yeah, Raw Way, man. He, uh, yeah, I felt Raw Way heavy. Cause I get in my feelings out that window. <laughs> I'ma be this way into the end. <laughs> Hey, hey, what what do you what are your, right. your top three artists? Your top three artists right now. Your top right. three. In order or just naming three of them? Uh, just name top three. We ain't gonna do the order. 
right. So little baby Rod Wave and um shoot, bro, I don't even know right now. Oh, future. Yeah, man, future. How can I forget about him? Oh, uh, really? Yeah. I remember when I first got on that future shit, like 2011. Like, that's when the mixtapes was like Gucci, or around that time, Gucci dropping all them crazy mixtapes. Then Future came out. I'm talking about live mixtape. I'm waiting. Like, I'm on the way to college. I'm in college. I was like, man, I got a, I got beat in my trunk. Bar. Uh, what's the, what's Astro on uh, Astro Status? Uh, what I forgot what it's called. Astronaut, Astronaut status. status. My bad. Astronaut Status came out. Oh man, boy, I had. I'm just like, oh man. You remember somebody say no, no money bag. No money bag, cuz yeah, money bag, yo man, he, he's snapping right now. But like, oh, we talking wow, about man. back in the back in the back in the G. You know what I'm saying? Turn on the lights, yeah. Nah, he talking about damn top three. I guess uh, you you been listening to Money Bag a lot, and he know that, so that's probably why he said that. No Money Bag. Yeah. Oh yeah, cause I mean, I now of course, I mean, I listen to a lot of artists being a DJ, but I made this one mix, man, with Money Bag, yo, and Ashanti. Oh boy, and I tell you, it hit, it hit. I can't wait to drop it at Summerfest, but they finna be in there singing their heart out. Watch. <laughs> Oh, that's that Wakisha. What? Boy, I mixed the hell out of that. You can. <laughs> hey, I, I hear that now, bro. Yeah, I sent it. I put this shit hard. Hey. But, um, yeah, they're my top three. They're my top three that I can think of, like right now. I feel like that's a that's a tight top three, bro. Like. Yeah, and, and then you, know, you being a DJ, like you, you wanna, cause like most people feel like, oh, that's my top three. But like from a DJ standpoint too, like you play any of them in any party, like it's gonna rock yeah. out. Yeah, and and not even not even so much the new future, you know what I'm saying? Like I rock with new future too, but it's like just like I said, I was rocking with future since you know for a long time, man. That, what's his name? Thaddeus or whatever his name is. <laughs> but I've been I've been rocking with him since for for a, a long time. So yeah. Uh them then my top three. Oh man, I gotta give a shout out to somebody. I got shout out to Lady Scorpio too, man. She uh she pulled up on me last summer fest and she's gonna pull up this summer fest too. She from Dallas, Texas. Out there in yeah. Dallas, man. So I had to I had to give her a shout out. I thought I forgot all about that. Forgot to shout mention out. that earlier. <laughs> shout out, Lady Scorpio. You know what I'm saying? I uh, I, I tapped in a little bit with a uh, Sly Lifestyle because then it was this song. It's called So Slime. It had like ten motherfuckers on that shit, but it had him yeah. on there too. It had like Lil Gotti, that down Yak Gotti, Dolly White, Sly Lifestyle, and it's like man, it was like ten motherfuckers on that song. It's only like seven minutes, but that shit. <laughs> It kept coming yeah. up on my YouTube like repeatedly, so like I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't ignore it. <laughs> yeah, well, some people popular. Like, man, let me find out what it, what they talking about. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I like it. I like his music. Though. I like his music. Yeah, yeah, I'm fucking with it. All right, so down. 
How many times have you been interviewed? I know you mentioned since the PR, the interviews take it all. So how many times have you been interviewed like on radios, podcasts, Instagram? Oh, man. Like, it's been, I can't even keep more than 20. I know that for a fact. I just don't know the like exact number. I know it's more than 20 because like, I when you say a podcast, I've been interviewed for podcasts. I've been, uh, I guess, people YouTube channels, you know, I've been interviewed for those. Uh, so it's been it's been like more than twenty, but it's been over the years, of course. You know, so and uh, I get better with each and every interview, and I'm thankful for every interview because people don't have to interview me. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, keep my face clean, good business interviews. Interviews happen. I'm grateful for them though, boy, because a lot of people don't get interviews. A lot of people I know people that beg for interviews and they don't get them, but like I'm grateful for that though. Cause it's a blessing. Whew. Never thought I would. Listen, when I started DJing, I never interview. Never <laughs> crossed my mind at all. Never. I didn't yeah. think I'd be DJing that long. I just thought it was just something to do. But now I, I love it. You doing Everything something? With it. You doing something? Doing right something right. Hey man, maybe you had maybe you had to fall in love with it, but it was your purpose already. You had to fall in love with your purpose. You know what I'm saying? Purpose and passion. You had to build that passion equals prosperity, man. You know what I'm saying? You're saying something right there now. Yeah. That's probably what I had to do. I had to fall in love with it because, boy, like, I know I love it because, like, when I, I be listening to music, I be like, dang, all right, what am I going to mix this with? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I like throughout the day, like, throughout, especially when people, like, like when they send me music a lot of time and I'm, I'm rocking with it, like, I be thinking in my head, like, dang, What's the BPM in this? Like, I be trying to guess the BPM. I don't know if other DJs do that. But the beats per minute, I'm like, dang, is this 80? No, this is like a 120. It's a 120. You know, I don't know, man. <laughs> just some weird stuff. But I be trying to guess it. So I know I love it. I love it, boy. I, I, I love it. Facts, man. I, 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 like, got the saw different side of it, too, man, with me knowing all that. Like I said, like, one of my songs is on the radio. Like, for me, I was like, man, I wonder how the, how the DJ going to mix this song. Like he on the radio. Yeah. How he gonna mix my song in there? Like what space he gonna put it in there? And I'll be like, he did it. Like Casey, you when we heard, I was like, he put that <laughs> shit in there kind of slit. Like that was smooth as hell. Like, cause I was trying to figure out like how how he gonna put this song in there. Cause it ain't really, it ain't really like I don't feel like it. It is you probably could play it in the club, but it ain't like no. Now, it's like some smooth type shit. So I'm like, how you gonna put it in there? Yeah. Like he did oh, that shit. That shit was smooth as fuck. Oh, good DJs are going they're going to find a way. And then, you know, most people will find a find a song to go in with it. Yeah, yeah. So who would you like to see on 1409 podcast in the near future? Who would I like to see on y'all podcast? I would love to see Flexico. I would love to see back though. Trey, Nook the Real. Blockstar Quest. I don't know. I, I would look. I like to see you know people I know, but I like to see other artists get interviewed. Um, you know, I just want to see where they're coming from. Like, you ask them, ask them questions, see what they say. So I like to see stuff like that. I watch stuff like this too. Like, especially when I go to work. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> out there the military base, we out there just checking it out, watching videos. I watch stuff like this, so I would love to see something like that. Yeah, yeah, sure, man. Sure. We definitely can make some shit happen. You know what I'm saying? Make, make, make uh, something out of nothing for real, for real. Like, 
Yeah. Y'all ready for that question today? Are you ready for that question today? Man, you know I question keep them on deck, man. Hey, listen, man. The question of the day kind of like weird. Don't let it throw y'all off. It's just I had an experience the other day. You know what I'm saying? When I'm at work, like you say, I had an experience. <laughs> That made me think of some shit, and I was just like, these just don't go together. That was, that, that was my react, like, this just don't go together. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> my question of the day, man, is what is one of your favorite smells? My favorite smell? Yeah. Gas. You like gas? I, I like the smell of gas, like, not gas, but. Yeah, I, I got you. In my car. <laughs> Like for some reason, man, and, I, and I've liked that smell for a long time. And like, as soon as you asked that, that's the first thing that came to my mind. You know what I'm saying? Like, like without a doubt, that's as soon as you say, "What's your favorite smell?" Gas. I knew it because I I like that smell for a long time, which is weird, but whatever. You know what I'm saying? That's the answer. You like that petroleum? Petroleum. <laughs> <laughs> the real petroleum. I'm still trying to think of that shit. But... Uh, I'm gonna have to go with the damn the damn car air freshener, the yellow one, the vanilla Roma. <laughs> vanilla Roma. Yeah. Vanilla Roma. That's what it's called. Yeah. Vanilla Roma. Yeah. The, the damn <laughs> little tree, the yellow little tree. <laughs> yeah. That's the brand right there. Facts, facts. Man, so the reason the reason why this question of the day came about, like one of my favorite smells is coconut. Like I love like coconut. <laughs> so I was doing some shit. Somebody had a, a air freshener that was called black coconut. And I was just like, hey, bro, this ain't hitting. Like, <laughs> I don't know who thought of this mixture, but this is not hitting. Facts. Like, it was like, man. So coconut, that's why I had to ask that question. Cause like coconut, it kind of like made me feel some type of way that y'all would put. Coconut on this scent, and the scent ain't hitting. You feel? <laughs> well done. Yeah, yeah. Good question. Good Somebody talking about JP8. Military gas. Yeah, diesel right there, boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know what that shit smell like. That shit, you yeah, I know what it smell like. The gloves, that shit still be on your gloves. You still oh, smell it. Don't spill that on you. Don't spill that on nothing. That's what I work with in the, when I do go to when I do do some work in the military base. Man, I'm a fuel officer that JP8, man. Like and they they be one like you get off work. I live, man, I be want to take my clothes off. I gotta wash it. Then you gotta wash you got you have to shower. And it's be on your hands and you still smell it after you shower a little bit. Tell you, you the gloves, everything, <laughs> everything. That stuff's strong, but you don't want, like when you leave work. Listen, when you leave work, you don't want to stop at no Walmart. You don't want to stop and grab, grab something before you come home because when you walk in the store, people is going to smell that. They're going to smell you. Uh, you don't want to do that. No, no. Nah. Yeah, you know, you fuck with that petroleum out there, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a good question today, though. Let's get into that damn this or that, though.
right, DJing indoors or outdoors? Indoor. Indoor. Yeah. So fuck, fuck the day. Oh man, I thought you were gonna say outdoors. You already say you only balling indoors. <laughs> I like outdoor, but I, I, I like indoor. I like indoor. So you rather DJ at a club than Summerfest? No, Summerfest is an indoor event. It ain't an outdoor event. Okay, okay. It's an indoor event. But I mean, I don't mind DJ outdoor block party. I'm, I just did a block party, but they shut it down because my bass was hitting a little <clears throat> too hard. But you know what I'm saying? I don't mind. I don't mind either, but indoor, indoor, indoor with the AC. <laughs> All right. So DJ in a club, DJ in a club. No, a DJ in an arena at Rolling Loud. Rolling Loud. Oh man, yes, Rolling Loud. That arena. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> hey, I've been the one. I've been the one in 2018. That's it. That's it. <laughs> It was a two day. It was in Oakland, California, shit, 2018. Like, feet be hurting every day after that motherfucker. Cause I'm, like, <laughs> yeah, that shit. That shit is an experience, though. Some people definitely need the experience rolling loud. So I would love to experience that. Hopefully, one day. DJing at a regular club or a strip club. I ain't never did a strip club. Strip club. Uh, yeah, script curve. Yeah, script curve. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Gucci or Jeezy? Right. Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> he like, don't try me. He said, like, hey, bro, don't try me. Like, <laughs> I, can, I, had to, I had to make sure I heard you right. Like, Gucci, man. Gucci. <laughs> All right, you go. What's your What's your reasoning behind it? I just, I just, I'm just curious. I just feel like Gucci, like, man, he felt he fed the streets, the club so much more than, I don't know, this is me. And Gucci was a mixtape artist, man, and he was, he was knocking them, like, hitting them back to back with every mixtape. Zach, I'm doing an interview. Hush. <laughs> My bad, y'all. But Gucci, man, Gucci. All right, I'm going to go to designer. Gucci or Dior? Dior look good, boy. I don't know, man. Dior, I'm gonna go with Dior. Dior, dog, oh, KT. I gotta know your. I gotta know your uh, answer to that, though. What Gucci or Jeezy? No, Gucci or Dior. I ain't know your answer to that. One, really. I ain't never had either one, so shit. I don't know. No, I mean, if you if you had to go buy one right now, I probably go. Buy, I'll probably go buy Gucci, man. Okay, I, I got Dior cologne, so I'm going Dior. How about that? Dior, survive. I gotta survive. Yeah, I got it. That's a ooh, that's survive shit different. Yeah, I'm, I'm going Dior because I got the cologne and shit. But yeah. um, I don't, I'm a, uh... I don't know what happened to the other one. Don't <laughs> get on this yeah, one. Don't get on this one. I don't know what happened to the other one. <laughs> I don't. I'll say Gucci, man. It's something about I ain't gonna lie. I, I follow like Sauce Walker like heavy. I rock with Sauce Walker, right? And just like what he do, like with the Gucci, what he did with the Gucci boots, it was just like like people like man, them Gucci boots ugly as hell. Like them Gucci's is ugly, but it's just something about them. Them Gucci boots. I don't see no Dior's that stepping like how they stepping. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say Gucci. 
<laughs> I gotta see the Gucci boots. I don't know what Gucci boots. Which ones you talking about? I gotta man, see. they they old now, nah, man. They got like different little colorways. Oh, they that, that was like a hot thing, probably like twenty. Let me see, 20, 20, 2017, 2018. Okay. The Gucci boots. You know what I'm saying? The Gucci boots was. I ain't even gonna flex though. If if you ain't put Gucci on them, I'm gonna tell you what they really look like. What? Some lugs. <laughs> <laughs> Some Birdman lugs? Yeah, I ain't even gonna cap. I, I ain't even gonna cap with y'all. If, if, if the Gucci logo wasn't on them, they look like lugs. Yeah. Like for real, KT man, you gotta look it up, man. Look it up, man. Put it on the screen. I can look it up and put it on the screen <laughs> so people can see him. Like real, like no cap. Hey, I'm tell you like a wild, like like Boosie Badass used to say, "It ain't the clothes, it's the nigga in them." So right. that's, that's that's something I always remember that Boosie said on his Instagram live when this shit used to be going crazy. He said, "It ain't the clothes, it's the nigga in them." Cause somebody trying to clown him by having a twenty dollars shirt on or whatever. Yeah, they try to find on Boosie about that. Yeah, somebody in the comments, but like he's like, it ain't the clothes, it's the nigga in them. So I'm always remember that. <laughs> so what you say them shit called Gucci boots? Yeah, I got. <laughs> I got, um, I'm about to, I'm about to share it right now. I'm about to share. It. Yeah, you know what they look like. I don't know what they look like. This they got different colorways. This is a crazy colorway that I'm about to show y'all. These are called the brown and metallics. But um, yeah, man, they uh, they call a flash trick if y'all ain't never seen them. <laughs> oh, I remember those. I yeah, this is like a crazy weird design right here, though. But this is the base of the sneaker. This shit look like it got baguettes on it. I, I can't fuck with that though. Right? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I mean, them all whites kind of crispy in that right there, and they got they had like a. Uh, a Gucci color base one, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> somebody say they will never be worn. <laughs> they got different colorways, Cynthia. That was just a the first color wave I could see to show y'all. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I flash checks kind of hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think uh, I'm about this or that. Oh, uh, you, you, you say you never been up north though? Me, the yeah. furthest north. I've been, I think I, I went to Ohio, Columbus, Ohio, and I was in K- Kentucky, not north, but I went to Columbus, Ohio when I, for some, I was a child though. You never so been never, like New York or nothing? Never, never been up there. I, or, or so I, I'll just put it like this, since you never been there, you, you ever been to Cali? Kind of, but not, we rolled through, never been there, so no. So New York or LA, if you could choose one. I'll probably choose New York. New York. Smart choice for your feel of, you know what I'm saying? New York, <laughs> like, like, and listen, I'm going to tell you, LA has taken off in, in like, really, but a lot of people don't know New York is really the fucking music capital. Like, people don't even know that. Like, any art, any art yeah. you doing, I mean, Atlanta is black Hollywood. I'm not going to, like, stun on Atlanta, like, what they're doing, but, like, Really, like when you think about music, the music industry, like for example, right? Um, Tyler the Creator, what he want album of the year or something like that? Mm-hmm. Like, how many people now? I'm being real, how many people like down here but listening to Igor the album? Like, people weren't listening to that, 
But no. like in New York, if you play any track off that album, it's going crazy. Like New York is the music capital of the like world, that. bro. I didn't know they listened to him like that. I'm, I'm, bro, I'm, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like if you look at when Chance the Rapper, when Chance the Rapper won the Grammy, off a mixtape, off, off a mixtape, that was crazy. How many people? Crazy. How many people here was? I listened to the mixtape personally. It was one of my favorites, and I could see why he won it. But it was just like people was like, ah, oh. people in this area like, oh, why, why young thug ain't <laughs> winning? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. bro, like New York is the music capital. So like, if your music can pop in New York City, they feel like if your music can pop in New York City because New York is so diverse, which is which LA is too, but New York is like the pinnacle of United States. You know what I'm saying? Statue yeah. of Liberty. When you think of stuff like it's the pinnacle. It's not the capital, but it's one of the pinnacles of the United States. So if your music can pop in New York, it's going to pop anywhere in the world. And that's how they feel. Like, how music really starts, like the, the spread of music, mm-hmm. it's, or I ain't going to say how it starts, but it's easier from for music to start up north and spread elsewhere. But you know what I'm saying? It's a little bit harder for you to start in the southeast and try to push up into the north and push out west. But if you could start in New York, it's gonna it's gonna flow down easy all the way down the South Coast, and then it's gonna start spreading out to the West like with ease. Yeah, I feel you on that. That, that makes sense though. That's yeah. our New York, New York, the music capital. <laughs> the South got something to say though. Yeah. Well, yeah, the South. We definitely, we definitely got something to say. You feel me? Like I ain't even gonna stop it right We got something to say. God damn. <laughs> really. Shit, I'm about this or that. I don't have. I don't think I have anymore. Y- y'all got any more? I don't know. Yeah. DB, DB, you got something for us, man? You got to got this or that for us, cause I'm this or that out too. <laughs> this or that? Do I have a this or that? Um. Uh, oh, Jordan or forces? I, I'm gonna go with the Jordans. You gonna go with Jordans? Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Jays, cause I rather have a. Uh, a classic pair of Jordan ones before I wear some all white Air Force ones, some all white J ones before the Air Force ones. Okay, that's all I. This first thing that came to my mind. I ain't got nothing. <laughs> hey, what you rocking? You you want your forces or you or you want Jays? Okay, okay. Supreme fourteens. Just nothing. Spectacular. See, <laughs> right now, right now. <laughs> But yeah, I, I love I love George's man. I, I've been loving so a long time. And I mean I got forces, you know, ain't nothing wrong with a pair of forces, but oh boy, it's just something I can't give up to George. I can't do it. Can't do it. Yeah. I mean you, you better than me because I don't own a pair of forces. Dang God. I don't. I'm being <laughs> real. I don't own a pair of forces. I done been through hella forces, white forces, black forces. I'm the only force that I've had all whites and all blacks. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I had my share of all whites and all blacks, but as of now, like late, I don't own a pair of forces. I don't <laughs> even the new colorways are coming out with. Nah, I'm good yeah. on them, bro. I won't even. I'm gonna have my all whites on this weekend. In yeah. You still got a pair of all white. I'm gonna have my all white on Jordan ones on this weekend in Houston, then because <laughs> they definitely getting packed. Like. Speaking of Houston, man, I, I I need to come to Houston. I I never been in Houston. Everybody keep talking about this turkey turkey hut. Turkey, 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 turkey hut. Oh yeah. man, 
Hey, Definitely hey. getting ate up this weekend. <laughs> I want me, a, I want me an Alfredo uh, turkey leg. You know what I'm saying? It looks so definitely... on Instagram. Oh man, I'll be that's me. Nah, that shit good for real in real life. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you. You're gonna have to wait a little while, but it's good. Yeah, then you're gonna have to wait now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. See, uh, you know. We appreciate you coming out here. You you could have been anywhere in the world, but you chose to be a 1409 podcast. Shit. I appreciate y'all having me, man. It's truly a blessing. Like I said, I appreciate every interview. Uh, uh, you just don't understand. It's a blessing. Hey, feel free to plug in anything we may have missed or anything you want to plug in again. Go ahead and feel free to do that. You know what I'm saying? I just want to say uh, make sure y'all follow me on Instagram at DJ Hitman DB. I'm going to follow back. Y'all tap in with me if you're artists. You know, you sell clothes, whatever you do, man. Just, just, just tap in with me. Just tap in with me, man. Uh, I, I'm gonna reach back out or tap in with you, vice versa. So, that's about it, man. Shout out to Bianca. Shout out to everybody tuning in, tapping in too, man. It's a blessing. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Bianca, BMR, PR. Shout out to all. Uh, all show for show. Shout out to South Coast. Shout out to. DJ Hitman DB, shout to Val Dosta, Georgia. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I appreciate it. Already. Hey, they say you know as the fisherman. What are you talking about? What, what, what are we missing here? I don't know because I don't go fishing. I don't know what they're talking about. They say you know as the fisherman. <laughs> I don't know who the. Cynthia Manson. Who is Cynthia Manson? Cynthia Manson that says he's known as the fisherman. I don't know. It must be a typo. She must be meaning something else because I don't know what that means. This is about the shoes. Say so that is about the shoes. You go find them uh, exclusive. Oh, yeah. I guess I go. Yeah, I guess I'm going to go find the shoes. I don't know. Oh, yeah. She said that's about the shoes. So you, you keep them exclusive, them, them new releases that everybody trying to get. You know what I'm saying? You got them already. You know what yeah, what I'm, I'm going to be. I don't get <laughs> I don't buy every like I don't I'm not that guy that buy every single Jordan. I just buy the ones that I like or like like these I got on like they didn't come out in regular stores but I like them. You know what I'm saying? I was like, "Oh, but I got to have those." So, you know, I'm going to go out and get them. And I've looked up and got like I got some off-whites. I looked up and got those and yeah, whatever. But anyways, yeah, I guess. You okay, know. okay, I I get where she coming from. The fish, yeah. you stay with something exclusive on. Yeah, right. you know I, what I'm saying. I was lost at first. I was like, what? Yeah, what I don't ever get the drawings and shit. That shit, I feel like that shit's some bullshit. That shit designed for you to lose. Like it really is. But you, hey, you man, I'm gonna tell you the key to the drawings, especially like say like if you. If you doing the drawings and you going to like a, a fucking foot action, foot lock or whatever, anything in that goddamn organization, you gotta know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody. You, know, you got you me? I'm telling you, like one of my homeboy, his cousin was the manager. <laughs> we we get shit all like goddamn, like you standing in line? Fuck no! <laughs> but I got no bitches though. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like facts for real. It's about who you know and stories like that. I right, see. You know where you can find us. Always press record TV. Nobody grinds like us network. Make sure y'all check out our directory for Gemini Media. You can find that at thegeminimedia.com. Follow us on Instagram, 1409 Podcast, Twitter, all that shit, Facebook. 
like us on Facebook. If you're watching on Facebook, like our Facebook page right now. If you're watching us on YouTube, uh, go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube channel right now. Thanks. Joe. And shit, you can follow me on Instagram at 843ambassador. Make sure y'all shop with Express Clothing. You know what I'm saying? I am a brand ambassador for Express Clothing. I just bought some more today. So you're going to see that on Instagram real soon. I just bought some more of that shit today and I get a stupid discount. So then, yeah, yeah. Let me go ahead and put my order in because you know it's a spread, <laughs> some shit that I want to swear I got. Nine times pay for a prank. Nah, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> shit. Um, shout with heartless grind too, though. Make sure y'all tapping in. Heartless That's grind. Oh, so for so already. But then, yeah, yeah. I appreciate y'all for having me, man. It's been a blessing. Already, right. for sure. Man, you know y'all can tap in with me, man. It's your boy Guadalamis World, man. Tap in at Guadalamis World on IG, music on all the screaming platforms. Golly Intuition coming out in what four days now? Yeah, four days. May thirtieth. Golly Intuition dropping. Make sure y'all tap into the new album. You know what I'm saying? Some dope shit. I think it's like three days, two hours, and. 16 minutes right now as we speak so down yeah you you own it because i'm just saying yeah that's like three days three days days. yeah three days two hours 16 minutes yeah that's why yeah Yeah, yeah. see it coming so yeah facts but damn you know what's up it's the 1409 podcast and we out peace